Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. You're, you've been in quite a bit of a project here that I even asked you if you, there's going to be a YouTube video coming on. And it's interesting because I'm not doing anything. Today's Saturday. We usually record on Fridays. And seeing you doing uh, house DIY stuff, and I'm not, is kind of nice. I will be, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I'm in such a bad mood. <laughs> it's because you're... I have to do it all by myself. You're Tell the people what you're doing. Okay, I will say nothing makes me want to use profanity like painting. Really? Yeah. Painting. It's Well, it's because, I don't know, for you it's different because you, sp- you use the sprayer. Correct. I'm rolling and it's like touch up. So I have to take out all, off all the hardware. You would still where, do it with spraying too. Yeah. Well, that's beside the point. Okay, no, let me, I'm, I'm listening. I'm hearing you out. Go ahead. Bend. I have to take off all the hardware because that's where like the little. The knobs and. The wear is from. Right. Traditional the kitchen. Paint. People, people always think that if you paint your own cabinets, you're always going to have that wear from specifically around the, the closest cabinet to the dishwasher, like the trash. Uh, you're washing dishes, you're loading them, and then you're opening the trash and your hands are wet. And so it deteriorates the paint right mm-hmm. around the doorknob where your knuckles are touching. Yeah. Um, but that happens even with brand new built, cabinets. professionally grade, factory painted cabinets. It yeah. just happens over time. Well, just over time. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the wear and tear. But it's just so annoying because it's like I'm rolling and then I like forget or I move and then my like whole arm touches the cabinet and it's all wet. And of course, I have to repaint it now because it's all yeah wonky and then i'm like spilling paint and it's like dripping from the roller and it's like on the rug and now i'm like so it's it's the it's the uh errors or mistakes that are happening along the way essentially excuse me well the mistakes of like dripping paint the mistakes of like bumping into it's the annoying yeah but in you and now you're not working in the most optimum environment though you're doing oh and the kids not to mention right yeah they're still around uh they you you're you're doing the right thing the way you're approaching it meaning like you're opening the cabinets like halfway you're rolling it on you're letting it dry but when that's the case you're kind of in this little claustrophobic bubble well because it's small it's a small walkway so of course you're gonna like kind of bump into stuff and then on top of that harper's walking in and bumping into stuff in her hair Mm -hmm. it's in her hair it's on her arm and i don't even know what she's touched because she just walks up and it's like on her arm i'm like which one did you touch do yeah. i have to repaint all of them yeah what and what does she say and she says mom you did this yeah <laughs> you and i was like go away except i kind of yelled at her so you did you i had to intervene and- it's just like so frustrating and it, i think you're right it's every element coming together mm-hmm making it like the perfect storm it of is the perfect storm oh irritability but you're also the you're 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 a people pleasing mom and by people i mean kids because what you 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 you're very uh you have a a long wick for your temper and so you're typically like beckham and harper were both there as you're getting prepped in this little not little kitchen kitchen's big but the walkway is a traditional 40 something inch walkway and between the island and the rest of the cabinets. And so, you, you know, Beckham was, you know, opening the paintbrush and asking the, me if he could use it. And then Harper's over there. And then you're trying to get prepped and ready versus with me. I'm very short tempered in terms of like, get out, get out now kind of thing. Yeah. And also, I feel like for the most part, 
when you're painting or doing something, it's like outside or in the garage. So your, your kids are not circling around you like vultures. <laughs> you know which parents I don't like? I don't like um, calm, engaging, <laughs> inviting. This is a learning opportunity. Uh, <laughs> let's learn this together kind of Sure. Parents. You you know what? You paint those cabinets yeah. and if you mess up, I'll just repaint them. I hate those parents so much because what they end up doing is they they create this false narrative just because that one percent of a person has this like very low stress level life they don't have too many crazy responsibilities over the, their head that when they're doing these kind of like okay now my my work week's over i have some you know office job that you know everybody's nice to me i don't have crazy pressure coming from corporate uh i you know actually kind of have fun at work and then they come home and like, oh, let's do a little DIY stuff. And like, oh, let's get the kids involved into it. And let's do this let's together. Do and we'll learn. I, those people drive me up the wall because the reality is, is that number one, you're cut from a different cloth than 99% of the parents. Number two, you are dealing with a project that you're kind of lackadaisical about. So you're not giving it too much weight behind it. And it. I have a problem with that because I give everything a lot of mm -hmm. weight. I have stress at work. I have stress at home when I have to do home projects. So what I'd like to do is get in, get out, get it done, and then set aside time for like the kids and be like, all right, it's Beckham. a different kind of project when you have you're doing it with the kids. Correct. I think it's those type of people that you're talking about are the people who don't do these DIY projects very often. It's very, you know, sporadic and once in a while they do it and so it feels like this kind of fun experience you do this stuff every single day correct so to you it's like this doesn't seem fun this is kind of annoying let's make a separate project that we can work on with the kids right that's fully devoted to kids correct i did that yesterday but uh, when you're trying to do something and then you're you're trying to get your kids involved in it, oh yeah. my gosh, that's just like an, a, a recipe for disaster and stress. Yes. I Yesterday was a prime example. Is I usually take Fridays and Saturdays out from work. Um, I work on Sundays, but usually I do a little bit of a half day and my half days are still pretty lengthy. I still start early, and I'm, but I'm, I try to be done by two or be home by two. And um, where was I going with this? Uh, oh, yesterday was a prime example of it's Friday. I took the day off from work. And Beckham is like, Dad, can we build this cardboard tank? And so he got one of the cardboard boxes from some of the furniture you had, you know, put it on top of a, a kid's uh, little, uh, what are they called? Trailers? What are they? What, are they, what do you call them? Wagon. Little wagon. wagon. Yeah, a little pull behind wagon. And so he put the thing over it. So you kind of have this like um, box with wheels on a wagon kind of tank thing. And he's like, I need the barrel like to shoot from. So I went to the hardware store and I needed air filters for the HVAC system to, to change them out. And Beckham wanted to come because he wanted to buy PVC for it. And that was a great example of like, okay, what's your project? He, he's like, well, I need, a, I need a barrel. Can we get a PVC pipe? Okay, cool. What are you trying to accomplish? Do you just want a barrel so it's just sticking out? Do you want it to have function? He's like, well, I have this tire inflator thing, right? That this mm -hmm. battery powered automated, he doesn't have it, I have it, he's using it. He's using yeah, your stuff. I have it. And he's like, I'm going to put it down into the, the PVC and I want to maybe like put some paper in and see if it'll like come out of there and shoot out of it. Okay, cool. Great idea. So there I am at Lowe's and I'm like, okay, so what, here's what we can do. So I'm fiddling all these attachments. And so he gave me the, the what his overall mission is. 
And I'm like, okay, so you probably need a shutoff valve because you want to build up pressure and then like crank this thing so it shoots it out. And that was a great example of a situation where I'm like, I allocated time that we're going to let your creativity and you're going to, you know, play around with your engineering mindset. I'm all for that. Right. Devoting that time. I'm not for about whatever I'm doing. Why don't you come? This is a learning opportunity. Like, <laughs> I, I love Jordan Peterson's line, you know, let your kids do dangerous things carefully. But I would rather let my kids run with scissors in both hands across the room blindfolded than try to help me paint the cabinets. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'd rather have. It's so much worse. And they're just like at your feet. Mom, I really wish mom, we did a video mom. on this one because this would have been a good video podcast. It would. <laughs> okay, but honestly, and so we, the last time, what has been like two years since you've done the kitchen? More than two years? It's been, yeah. So it's like just touch up stuff. And also our walls need touched up and our baseboards. And all I could get to today was the cabinets. And I'm already like dreading tomorrow because <laughs> I already got the paint Yeah. for the walls and yeah baseboards and i'm dreading it although that might be easier no it will cabinets be are harder right because cabinets you have to do the entire cabinet but while you're just like kind of walking you're just through. walking around and doing touch-ups in fact cabinets are the worst yeah cabinets you have to do the entire thing because even if they match the exact sheen and the exact paint and with yours so what was the name baby fawn was the color right it's baby fawn yeah but you also 25 percent lighter lighter so uh, even when they paint match, it will still have a slight variation in which light you're looking at or which angle. So you're like, oh, this was touched up. So with cabinets, you have to do the full thing. And you've you done have to do the full job. door. Yeah. With When it comes to baseboards, because the shadows and the light hitting it is lower, and same thing with walls, uh, what ends up happening is you just have to just overlap it a little bit. And you, you're fine. With texture, texture goes a long way. When there's texture on walls, as opposed to like people who will have... Um, I, for, flat. I forget what it's called, but it's, yeah, it's like the flat, no texture kind of walls. Mm -hmm. uh, you really got to, you know, go Make over. It. It's like painting a car. You don't, if you get a car accident and they go repair your fender and your car is white, they don't just take that exact white and then just spray paint the fender or, or paint the fender. They have to overlap it onto the door, onto the hood. So it all kind of it blends, blends in. really like, yeah. Nicely. So what I would recommend tomorrow, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'll be at, at the house, uh, at, at the abandoned house working uh what i recommend is doing a walkthrough with uh blue painter's tape and just rip off like a one inch strip of painter's tape everywhere that you're noticing like okay the back of this door in the office okay there's harper's art right there with <laughs> or of harper's art and so you, what you do door. is you you you'd walk around the entire house and you just put that painter's tape because you could say like oh well i'll just go room by room well it's a lot easier when you go painter's tape this is the section and then if you notice another mm -hmm. section touch it mm -hmm. up but it's a lot easier like a great example is in our bathroom when i put an extra outlet in there i had to cut into the drywall so i had to patch it up put new texture but i never painted it over so mm -hmm. there's a a little square of 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 uh texture that's like a off-white color that you know you don't notice until you notice it right so right. by putting those I, I learned that trick from builders what they would do is when builders build a home from scratch um and contractors come in and they do their thing like flooring guy comes in paint guy comes in um oftentimes one contractor will maybe either you know the the hose from the sprayer or the extension cord from their saw will like rub against something and there'll be a little imperfection of like a little scuff mark or whatever. So 
what builders will do is they'll do a walkthrough and they'll do, will do, they'll mark everything with blue tape. Mm -hmm. And then therefore when contracts come in uh, or the finishing touch up people come in, they, they go like, okay, cool. This spot, the spot, the spot, like get it all out of the way. So that's, that's a great way to do it where it's more time efficient. It's more thorough, you know? So, so your expectations are pretty high then are, of me. No, no, they're not tomorrow and my painting. I, they're not high. As long as you are not holding me to doing this stuff. <laughs> it's been bothering me because I feel like I notice every little uh, just imperfection on the walls, every yeah. scuff, every piece of Harper's artwork that I yeah. tried to get off that didn't maybe no, fully come off. Every house comes with this, especially with kids are this age. You know, this is why I started understanding more and more, uh, because there's these two trends. One trend is my parents live in the same house I grew up in, right? And there's another trend that I'm seeing more and more popular now where the parents will go buy, like when the kids are out of the house, they'll go buy a nice house or build a brand new house. And then they don't have to deal with those kind of things, you know? It's just them and it's, their dogs. Yeah. Kind of thing. And everything stays clean because there's nobody there to mess it up. Nobody's wrong. I swear all day long, I am just cleaning and picking up. I think obviously because it's summertime and the kids are just They're at here. home. Yeah. I, that's what I just do every single minute of the day. Yeah. This uh, summer. So speaking of summer, I want to share a story that happened yesterday. This is like a parenting story. Uh, <laughs> you already know about this, but I'll, I'll, I'll share this with the listeners. Uh, so as we all know, it's summertime. Kids are in the house, which is great. We get to see them. And we get to do all the summer activities like camping. All this. We're making memories. 18 yeah. summers. We it's, have 18 summers. It's with our been kids. a fun summer with right. them. But, but every parent, <laughs> every parent goes through the same frustration, especially if your kid is eight years old and up, you go through the same frustration. They are little assholes, really. Right. What ends up happening is they go, <laughs> okay, I'm going to have people going like, why would you call them that? No, they kind of are because they're kind of, <laughs> they kind of are. They kind of are. And it's okay to say that, you know, I, I love them to death, but they're little assholes because what ends up happening is they, they get bored very quickly. And if they're video gamers, which the majority of eight year olds are up are, they're spending like 10 hours a day playing video games. If you don't intervene, unless they you would, intervene, yeah. unless you regulate. And then when you do regulate it and you say like with our kids, we make our kids take multiple like outside breaks. Yeah. And Jack is our oldest and he's great. But what ends up happening is he's, he's very analytical. Mm -hmm. Beckham is more creative, but he's more analytical. So when you go, okay, Hey buddy, uh, 12 o'clock, take a two hour break from video games. He will, his go-to is I'm going to go make myself my first meal of the day. So he skips breakfast because it's video games mm -hmm. and he'll say, I'm not hungry. Then he'll say, okay, 12 o'clock. Okay. Uh, I'll make myself something to eat. Then he will start causing a ruckus with his sister. Okay. Yes. Right? That's, a, that's always. And then when the last 45 minutes to an hour is left on his break, he just goes to drawing, which I'm all for drawing. But because he's so consumed with video games all day throughout summer, keep in mind, on during school weeks, he could only play it on the weekends. Uh, so what ends up happening is he becomes antisocial. Mm -hmm. He doesn't go outside and make friends. So Beckham's friends become his friends. So he's like, hey, I'm going to go just go play with Beckham's friends because they're he's at his friend's house, whatever. I'm going to go there, too. And he's antisocial. So he's losing that, like, building, you know, new relationships and interacting with other people. Well, I think also he talks to his cousins on the, his headphones every single day. Right. So I wonder if he feels like he gets that 
social social aspect right. of it because he will he will be playing his game a different game but still be talking to them through his headphones as right. if they're hanging out right. which is like i get understand that but it's so different than physically being ha- hanging out with somebody correct in and person and and we we have to establish that the way we grew up and the way our parents grew up were very different and you can't hold people to the same standard meaning yeah that generation meaning the next three generations if not more well, definitely more, but at least the next three generations are going to be so much more heavily rooted in technology. Mm-hmm. And so by us limiting it, limiting it, we're going to almost doing a disservice for them from uh, kind of keeping up with the mm-hmm. technology. Uh, so we have to understand it. Like screw cursive, screw writing pen pals, screw, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not their Screw calling collect from algebra. a payphone to your parents. Yeah, yeah, screw algebra. No, I think we need algebra. <laughs> we need algebra. What's the other one? Calculus. I don't Trigonometry. Trigonometry. No, yeah. we no, we need math because math is what gets people calculations for figuring out. But like, we have calculators and Google. No, you're saying screw like memorizing yeah. math, but like use. Oh, do, yeah, I we think, still use it. Yes. Yeah. No, don't don't say screw math. We need. <laughs> um, math. I screw math because I hate it. If it wasn't for math, we wouldn't have structural <laughs> engineering. If it wasn't math, we wouldn't have air aerospace travel. We well, math is the worst. So. Well, that's that's yeah, I get it. I don't. It's it's not our forte. But where I'm going with this is, you know, their form of communication is different than our form of communication, yeah. and it's only going to evolve. So you got to kind of meet them where they're at. That's let's let's establish. But that you sure. still have to have boundaries. You, and... you make boundaries. So I the the social aspect is a social aspect of like. The hardest thing is as an adult is making friends. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because as as a young kid, you can make friends just. Somebody's throwing a football, like great example. We were camping a couple weeks ago, throwing a football in front of our camper. Another family next next to us was walking by and, uh, you know, they're like, hey, over here, throws a ball, boom, interacting. What's your name? My name is this. Do you play mm-hmm. sports? I play football. Oh, I play football too. Where do you do? You know what I mean? And yeah. next thing you're, you're camping friends. It's harder to do that as an adult. You don't really do that unless you're neighbors and you go, hey, cool. Over time. Yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah, it's usually a, so you wanna over time. So you want to maximize on that skill set of making connections, right? Mm-hmm. So Jack kind of figured out this like cheat code where he's like, well, if I'm taking a break, I'll just go color, which is great. But if only the only thing you're doing is coloring and the only people you're playing with is your brother's friends or your sibling's friends who's, who's already established them, then you're constantly taking the easy way out. Mm-hmm. You got to get yourself uncomfortable and you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So what I, I told him this and this is, <laughs> I was like, at first I was like, oh man, he's going to hate me for this. But it turned out really well at the end. He, I told him because they were all playing in the garage, Jack Beckham, both of our kids, and then their neighbor, uh, uh, we won't say his name. Well, it doesn't matter. We're not saying his last name, but uh, Camden. <clears throat> and they're all playing and Harper comes out there and it's this, hodgepodge of chaos and they're in the garage because the garage is air conditioned and outside it's like 95 degrees or more like 100 right and (gasps) so what ends up happening is jack is now like buddy buddies with beckham's friend and Mm -hmm. beckham is now kind of like the outsider now right because he's like he's the butt of the joke now yeah and after hearing beckham getting teased more and more i told jack that's it you're going outside you're going to ride your bike around the block you're going to see kids and your job is do not come back home until you tell me a kid's name. <laughs> that you met. And then Jack started like he wasn't having it. So he, he got emotional about it. 
And then next thing I know, I walk in the house. He didn't go outside and he's playing with Harper. And I go, did you go outside? He goes, I'm playing with Harper. I go, no, no, no. I gave you a task. Go make a friend. He goes, what do you want me to do? Drive around the block and, and tell people like, do you want to be my friend? I was like, no, no, that's not what I want you to do. But I want, what I want you to do is exercise engagement, like engage with people. Mm -hmm. But I need you to go out there and put yourself out there. And he got even more emotional. And I was like, on the third time, I was like, get out and go do it. And I go, what about this friend of yours, Caden? You made friends last year, one block over. Because I was walking with Harper, met their dad. Turns out our, they're, we're sharing a fence, you know, with the neighbor uh, on the other side of the street. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, our kids are the same age. They have the same hobbies, video games and all that stuff. I was like, and they play football and they play golf and all that stuff. And and I was like, so we introduced Jack. They had a few interactions, whatever. So I go, Jack, what about Caden? Like, mm -hmm. you made friends with him. Why don't you go out and go go see if he wants to hang? He goes, I called him on my gizmo the other time, and 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 uh, and he didn't want to play. And I was like, I will bet you a hundred dollars it wasn't a day, a week, or a month ago that that you did that. Yeah, it was probably like six months ago. Yeah, he was like, it was like three three months ago. I was like, yeah, that was three months ago. Yeah. He was in that school. doesn't count as in yeah. oh he can never play right so he's trying to find this easy way yeah so he, yeah. i see he gets his bike he goes out and i don't hear from jack for an hour so part of me is like well he probably is hanging out with him that worked but there's another part of you that's like is he okay is he okay maybe shouldn't have waited maybe, an maybe, hour maybe, maybe i shouldn't have told him don't come back home unless you have to come home and so i call him and he's like and this is where i, I the story turns out with a happy ending even and, better than you would have hoped. and a better one i thought and very impressive <laughs> because i call him and i say hey jacko how's it going he goes good i could see like a positivity you could hear the voice with the positivity yeah. in his voice right yeah. like he's having a good time i was like what are you doing he goes oh my caden's house i was like okay so he did go to his house and yeah. he could play i was like cool what are you guys doing he goes oh we're playing chess <laughs> and jack knows how to play chess yeah. uh and then I, I didn't know their kid knew how to play chess but they're playing chess <laughs> you're like what and then another hour later goes by and you got dinner ready. And I call Jack and I go, hey, man, uh, dinner's ready. What are you doing? He goes, oh, Katie and I are, are going for a walk. <laughs> like, who are you now? Yeah. You are not Jack. Who so are he you? came home. We had dinner. I, during the dinner, we had conversations like, hey, like, how was it hanging out with them? You know, how did chess go? Did you, you know, did you win? Blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, it was great. You know, we did this. And, you know, and I, I, I won because he was focusing on his bishop. And I knew he was focusing on his bishop. And so I distracted him with my my whatever. And then I, I took his, you know, his king. And I was like, first of all, that's impressive for it. I had no I, idea what he was talking about. I'm almost 10 years old. I was like, I'm almost cool. 10 year old. I know the king and queen and pawn. <laughs> and, but, and then he was like, oh, yeah, we're going to play again tomorrow. And I go, awesome. And like fast forwarding to today, because that was yesterday. Uh, it was 12 o'clock. I told him to go take a break. And I said, hey, go hang out with Caden. Uh, and he got up without arguing. And it's been now almost two and a half hours. And he's still there. We still haven't heard from him. And that was a great situation. And he even asked me, he goes, mom, when I'm at Caden's house, can I play? Like, can we play in games? And I, I could tell he meant like video, video games, games, but he didn't say it. And I was like, you can play, but you can't play video games. Yeah. And so he's like, okay. Yeah. So it turned out it was a great it was a great uh, parenting moment that I had to go on a on a limb, but it, it worked out. It really worked out, and I don't think I traumatized my kid. <laughs> you don't? No, he was very positive yesterday, so I think it did 
workout and he's I mean, he has a friend in the neighborhood. Right. Neighborhood friends are the best. They're very Because you can literally walk out your house, go a few houses down, and play with somebody. Yeah. When you have to ask your parents to drive you somewhere to a friend's house, it's so much harder. Oh, you mean like when we live out of a school district and the kids tell you, yeah. hey, I want to go play with my school friend? No, but friend. they have, yeah, they have friends from school where, you know, we have to drive them to their house, which yeah. is fine. But, you know, I don't always have the time or it's annoying even for them. Yeah. To have to like think about it. Okay, now, mom, can you drive me at this time or this time and pick them up at this time? That was a knock on you, by the way. That was trying to. I take know. A shot I was at. trying to. <laughs> yeah, we we steer the conversation our, our away last from house, there. Our last house that we were in, we were in a particular school district. Kids, you know, went there from our very young age, established some friends over the course of a couple of grades, and then we moved into this house. Uh, and uh, you know, all we kept driving them there because I still do. Yeah because i don't know why but and so i'm constantly going like let's stop yeah. with this commute and just well i think what it is for me i don't know if this is boring for people but with the school system first of all when you're going to a school that you love it's really hard to leave it for a school that you know nothing about okay especially when the teachers are so great there and like you just Everybody that works there, the principal's great. It's just a great school. And then on top of that, our neighbors, none of our neighbors go to the school that we're zoned for. They all go to different schools. Mm -hmm. So the fact that that is a thing is kind of making me weary of putting them into that school, which is probably a great, fine school. But if all of our neighbors are going to different schools, I'm like, well, maybe there's a reason. Mm -hmm. Well, so it makes there's me a little two bit, things. There's... Many schools and many teachers who are great teachers yeah. and great schools. Yeah. Uh, secondly, when you live in a certain part of the city, there's always these cutoffs of the districts. So right, that right. makes more sense that not everybody goes to that unless it's like that middle school across the street or something. No, like that. I'm talking about everybody in our neighborhood who are right. a few houses down. Right. There's a cutoff, meaning you can go to this school or to that school. No. Yeah. No, but they're choosing to put their kids into a different school not the one that they're zoned for really? and they're driving them interesting but it, anyway yeah and i know that our neighborhood got rezoned like a, a year or two ago and to, to go to a different school so i wonder if people were just like i don't want to do that yeah maybe yeah but i mean you yeah the here's when i won't i'll won't try to get them out of one school into the other is when they get into like high school age because high school age, that's a different thing. Is like yeah. Because once they have those friends, they're finding their place in this mm -hmm. world. And Middle school too. That's very difficult. So you want them, let them, you know, live stay. that high school life, and stay within that mm -hmm. community. I'm all for making sacrifices that for for elementary and middle school. I'm like, no, you need to right now be as like as malleable as you can when it comes to making new friends, new connections. Right. Right. It needs to be easy for you. To be and like, is, hey, do you want to play? Which for Beckham, it's so easy. He'll walk up to anybody and right. be like, do you want to play? But even for Jack, it works because when we went camping, he had no problem yeah. creating friendships with the campsite next to us. That's one thing I'm like really happy about <laughs> with right. our kids. We've gone camping three times, three or four times. This year. This year. Yeah. And every single time our kids have made friends with just the people in the sites next to us. Because there's always kids camping when you go camping. And it's been fun to see them make friends so easily and they like hang out with them. And it's easier for us because then they're not bored. Yeah. And we're not entertaining them. Yeah. 
usually we have to entertain them. We've when we first started glamping with a camper and stuff like that, we. Would, By the oh, way, glamping is the best. It is the best, especially as an adult with kids. You're like, I'm not roughing it in a tent. I'm, I, I wanna, with three kids, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so what? Uh, when we started with the camper, we would go with an established group of friends. So they had friends that were already coming camping with us. And then right. as time went on, people sold their campers and people's schedules didn't line up. We got to the point that our schedule is open to go camping. We want to go camping, but nobody else's schedules line, line lines up or it's they hard, don't have a camper yeah. anymore and they don't want to be in a tent. And um, so this year, you know, we're, we're going on to our fourth camping trip just by ourselves as a family. Kids are all on board, but the great part about it is that they are making friends at those campsites. And it's kind of interesting. It's kind of, it's, I don't want to say magical, but it's kind of magical. Because it is. What you, and I guess where I'm going with this is the idea of you're making friendships that you're looking forward to the next day to wake up to play with them, but you know that you're not going to see them, see them again, again or connect with yeah. them again because they're not going, hey, here's my phone number. Yeah, because you know? they're kids they're, and they know, right. which is so funny that they know this. I'm just playing with this kid for the next one or two days. Correct. And then it's bye. Right. It is very interesting, but I remember feeling that like that as yeah. a kid, and it never made like made you sad because you have friends at home too. Until they meet a girl when they're teenagers. oh, that will be sad. We're gonna go camping one time. They're gonna meet the love of their life. I'm gonna write to you every single day. I'll write you. Give yeah. me your email. X, give, no, it's gonna be like give me your Xbox uh, username. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and we'll we'll play Call of Duty. We'll play and talk. Yeah. Oh man, I can only imagine. I mean, by then, yeah. It's yeah. easier to get the person's contact info. When we were young, it was like, give me your address. I'll, your I'll mail you. Your landline. Or landline. Or, or literally your address and I'll send you a letter in the mail. Yeah. Those are the days. <laughs> Those were the days. I totally sent boys letters. Will, Did you send girls letters? Uh, Probably, but I don't recall a single one of them. Really? They were not important to me. Man, you were just <laughs> probably like, hey. Yeah, right. I was a dork. Sup. No. I Were you writing dork. like long? No, I was a dork. I stole a girl's, uh, one of the girls I had a crush on. I stole her hairbrush one time. Dang, that's creepy. Yeah. It what? wasn't a hairbrush. It was a hair comb, I think. Oh, and even uh, creepier. Well, cause did, hairbrush... it, did it have like a, a hair still no, on there where you like took no, it off and I put think, it in a bag I think it and been smelled it? I think it would have been creepier if it was a hairbrush because then you can pull like. Yeah, so saying like pull the hair. A, what do they call those dolls? The, the, the. Oh, the voodoo doll? Voodoo doll, create a voodoo doll out of it. No, I, um, yeah, no. So those, those times were cool. I, I wonder if I wrote to her. I'm, I'm, I do remember a letter, but Was I don't she out remember. of town? No, she was like a family friend. Oh. Uh, like her parents were friends of my, my parents and, uh. You know, classic older girl situation. Oh, no big deal. Classic, <sighs> classic older lady. NBD, you know. Um, <laughs> NBD. But yeah, this this time of the, the you know, their, their development, this, it's so important for them to get out, get uncomfortable, and yeah. just experience all these, all these things. Versus when they get locked in at middle school, you know, it, things and they're are, all awkward and antisocial. They're more vulnerable at that point. They're more. And like, everybody's like weird and awkward in middle school. So if you can already have this foundation of being able to have conversations and be social and even you know the initial conversation of hey like what's your name mm -hmm. if you already have that under your belt it's going to be like a little bit maybe a little bit less awkward yeah, well yeah because middle school is the most awkward time of your life right. well that's why Ugh. i'm so adamant about getting them into a closer school district so that at least they'll have somebody they recognize from middle school that is now at high school or somebody from elementary yeah. school that's now in middle school versus you know, just doing a transplant from 
a school that yeah. they from 10 miles away to you know i mean the nice thing about I, I agree with you on that one but middle school also is everybody comes from different schools mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure people recognize each other from their elementary schools but uh people come from like four different elementary schools to that one middle school mm -hmm. because they're you know that's like the closest sure zoned one yeah but we have a middle school like right across the street from our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So they'll be walking there or biking, which well, is really nice. Once if you finally, I have a feeling that I'll be driving them to a different middle school. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to convince you. Like, oh, my friends are going. No, because like, the school, really the middle school that they want to go to is not like that one that's close to their school right now is not like a great middle school. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the one by our house is way better. Okay. Is that what they're saying? That's just what I know from like other parents. Really? Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah, it's it is weird because growing up, I never, uh, you know, I don't know how far my school was, but it's I've never lived in a situation where there's such a, a school so close in proximity, like the middle school across from our house. Like you never uh, were close enough to walk. To well, I had to walk, but it was it wasn't that close. <laughs> you should be driving, but I was walking. Oh no! Ten miles uphill both ways. Oh no! In the snow. <laughs> in the snow. Even in the summer. Even in the summer. No, so it was a it, the school was very far. Did you ride your bike? I walked. It it was like an hour walk. Why didn't you ride your bike? I did, did you have a bike? I don't think I had a bike. Oh, that's so sad. But uh, so it was definitely a walk. It was definitely an hour walk. Now, what's weird to me is like on a sunny day, like taking the trash out in the morning and then seeing all these kids. a bunch of kids like walking through the neighborhood to yeah. cross the street. I was like, this is, is this some like, you know, utopia kind of society yeah where like, everybody's just walking to yeah. school and their Kids, little backpacks parents are waving them out of the door yeah. and i was like geez bye honey oh honey yeah. you forgot your lunch yeah yeah <laughs> and the dad's getting into the car with this briefcase like all right bye honey i'm off to you know yeah. you're like Dude, is, was there no bus there was a bus but it didn't go to you know how far we were then why would be you be going to that oh no no, no 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 i'm sorry there was a bus um i think what it was is the walking part was majority of time i uh i had a friend that maybe wanted to walk too so i would essentially that oh friend, then i'm not even that, that sad for well, you well that friend would maybe be like halfway mark yeah right so i remember even in middle school my friend would be at a halfway mark i would walk to him grab him and then we would walk oh well you made it seem all sad that you had to walk no no it wasn't sad usually yeah there's a bus yeah. if you're far enough away yeah i yeah i definitely I'm trying to remember why I walked to my high school as a freshman. Hmm, maybe you wanted to for the exercise. For the exercise, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I really <laughs> you need You know, I need the exercise. Need I'll do it. I'll wake up 40 minutes yeah. earlier summer's, just so I can walk summer's for some exercise. The, summer's around the corner. You know, I really need to get in summer shape. Summer shape. Yeah. I, I mean, was, it makes sense. I was hoping a girl would acknowledge me. Versus maybe you're trying to pick up girls on your way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> You don't understand how much of a dork loser I was. But in look middle at you school now. Yeah, I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> how impressive! <laughs> and you're hot. I, I'm just a guy with a YouTube. With channel. a hot bod. <laughs> I'm a I'm a guy that uh, if he eats bread before bed, he doesn't sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all there though. And I have a we're all I, there. I have a degree, but I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> that's that's how far I've gone. Well, that's pretty far. That's not far. It's just subjective. That's all it is. Hey. You got, you're almost at 1 million subs, so. Yeah. 
a million people who who say who well, this guy's okay who i don't know how to say it. it's like do they is it a million i was thinking about this the other day when do you say you're famous right so you could be uh, clearly you you could be a well-renowned name like chris hemsworth you know you could be a julia roberts whatever right like this like iconic person that no matter everybody who knows. you are everybody knows that's fame for sure mm -hmm. then you could be an actor who has been in very small roles. The actor that people go, who is that guy? I know, uh, wasn't I've seen he? Him. He's in, in this movie, but you have no idea what their name is. Mm -hmm. They're still kind of famous, right? But they're not Julia Roberts famous, right? And then you have you, you know, have the YouTube famous, which is a different kind of but, famous. It but yeah, but it's like you have so if okay, so I'm a little shy of a million subscribers on YouTube, and you go, there's a million people who kind of know who you are. Mm -hmm. Who would recognize you, but also know your name. But then what do you, what do you, how do you establish that in terms of fame? I don't think that's fame. I think there's just kind of, there's a million people who acknowledged you, I guess. Yeah. But then you also have people who have seen your stuff who don't subscribe too. So there's more than a million. Well, but even that's the case. I don't know. The, the word fame has to be carefully thrown around because... Famous. Well, I didn't say you were famous. Yes, you did. You no, said you're famous. You have a million subscribers. I never said you're famous. I just said you're coming up on one million oh. subs. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't know, sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need a re I need a reality check. <laughs> we'll have to uh, rewind the tape. I don't I don't know. It's such a silly yeah. thing because I don't consider it fame. I just think there's people there's X amount of people who acknowledge who you are. That's yeah. it. And I don't think that's fame. I think it's strictly Oh, you, you're the guy that I subscribe to that does this thing. It's just like a different world that we're learning. And so it is a whole totally different kind of fame. Because Let's put it this way. If I saw like some of the people that I follow on mm -hmm. Instagram, I would feel like it's like a famous person. Right. It's like different because they feel more approachable because you see their personalities on. And maybe that's what it is. Famous people, like celebrities, you get starstruck because you've only seen them in movies who are these characters that they portray, right? Mm -hmm. But in influencers and YouTubers, you see their personalities on whatever platform they're on. So they almost seem more relatable and approachable. Like you can oh. be like, oh, hey, I follow you. And like, and you know a little bit about their life. So you can yeah. ask them like. Yeah, you've seen their kids. You've seen yeah, their how is Yeah, how is your house go going, right, you know? Right. Right. Because it feels like you can ask this questions versus if it's a celebrity, what would you even say to them? Can I have yeah. a picture? That's it. I think I think if celebrity actors and musicians are celebrities, then I think what influencers are are more of like a semi pro team, right? Where <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, you You almost made it. You yeah, you're 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 not in a high school college league but you're not pro, you're kind of in this in-between yeah, zone. Yeah, you're semi-pro. Only a small group of people <laughs> know who you are, but they don't know you're- They're your, like an avid follower. They don't know your you know, your batting average. They don't know all that stuff. They just know that like, hey, tickets to the semi-pro baseball team in my town are 11 bucks. And, Let's go. And the deal is buy a burger or get a hot dog, get a beer free. You know, that's that's how they kind of look yeah. at it. Yeah. That's how influences are. <laughs> or you guys are like the college football. We, but we NFL. are not non-ranked college yeah. football team. You, you know? guys are like the yeah. the Mountain West Conference. You're like the hometown, yeah. you know, 4-H pig, pig uh, competition winner, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, people are like, oh, I recognize you yeah. from Yeah, what do something. I know you from? Mm. 
<laughs> but yeah. I think that's right. That's probably true. Yeah. But I mean, better than being no a nobody at all. Well, I don't think the goal in life should be to be to famous. Be, to be yeah. famous. I think nobody should know anybody that much. No, I don't think anybody should. I think it's not part. Of, what, there's this. Um, I think he's a psychologist, but he came out with this like number of like 250 people or 200 people you should know or they should know you. That oh, is like, the limit of it of your bandwidth. Anything more than that is that's why we have like, like unhealthy. A, uh, it's it's I don't know if it's unhealthy, but it's just like that's the amount of bandwidth that you have. I don't think anybody's you're I don't think you're supposed to live in a life where everybody knows you nobody. Or... Everybody knows you and you're very popular. I, I think that's, well, I think it gets to your head and then you feel like. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I always make this joke. I'm always humbled when people do approach me where I'm somewhere and they go, oh, well, cool, I follow your stuff. It's very humbling. But it's every interaction is always a little bit weird for me because it's not you're not meant to be known by people and you not know. It them. feels weird and yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, right. It's so you almost have to learn these like interactive way you need to portray yourself. So you go like, you know, be nice, be outgoing. Uh, ask them about them. Don't focus it on you. Keep it short and then move on. Right. Yeah. So it's it's this like you you almost have to kind of learn how to do that, navigate that and get out of it. But it's I always make this joke, but I, I, I mean it 100 percent. It's I'm just a guy with a YouTube channel. So mm -hmm. when people do go, oh, man, like you've inspired me or you're motivated me. or I've been following you for a long time. It's very humbling. But at the same time, you go like the ecosystem that I live in is so small. It's. Yeah, I got to get going. It's so small. It's it's mm -hmm. you. It's the kids. It's our close circle of friends. And that is it. Mm -hmm. So when somebody comes in that knows more about you, but you don't know about them, then that's when things have this like disconnect of this like you shouldn't want to do that. I'm very happy and humbled that I have a way to generate income mm -hmm. of strictly just building stuff and people watching that stuff. Right. But I don't think anybody should have a goal of wanting Being, to be famous. Yeah, I, I hear this and not to even remotely compare this, but like Joe Rogan is a great example. I keep hearing these examples of like levels of fame, just this conversation that we're having. Joe Rogan cannot go to a restaurant, right? And I, I hear him and a bunch of other people, celebrities at, at his level say things like it becomes so annoying yeah, and this you is, can't go anywhere without th This is people. going from like people who, let's say, would have dinner with, you know, Chris Hemsworth or whatever. He'll go to the the local steakhouse and the people that are with him are almost feel sorry for them because they go, every person that comes up like, hey, I'm a fan. Can I get a picture? You can't even have like five at minutes the, at the dinner table. You know what I mean? To talk. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's a part of you that goes, oh, boo hoo, Mr. Popular. Like, no, but you got to understand when you're at that level of fame, you don't have a normal life. You can't go fill up your car. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to the hardware store. You can't go to a yeah. restaurant without having this like a stampede of people constantly stopping you. Yeah. And that kind of blows, to be honest with you. Right? I know. I, like, I'm trying to think about it because we, we love going out like, right. to dinner with right. just us. Dude. I can't even imagine just like not being able to or knowing if we will go out, there's going to be all these people that would be that would be pretty you're annoying. buying tickets to go watch a movie and then you got people like staring at you like hey that, that's joe rogan that's 
Yeah. Hey, that's a, yeah. you know, you know, Chris Hemsworth. That's a, that's Tom Cruise. And even if people don't come up to you, you can like feel them you staring feel that and talking. You feel yeah, that energy. It's that weird energy. I think the good in between. Makes you uncomfortable. I think a good in between is being a YouTuber. Because yeah. Because you get recognized once, Just enough. once yeah. a month in passing and it gets you a little kick of like what I'm doing, people are seeing. And then you, just kind of, and you go with along yeah. with the day. Anything outside right, of that. You don't need like bodyguards. Right. <laughs> I keep seeing Joe Rogan for dinner constantly grilling his own steaks. I was like, this guy can buy any steakhouse, but he has to grill his own steaks at home because he's like, Can't it's going to be chaotic. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. So. If you don't want the headache of it, yeah. just stay home. Yeah. So we're in a good place. Summer summer has been fun. Summer has been fun. We we're once summer is over, we'll be more consistent with these podcasts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you for watching it for YouTube videos. And uh, we really do appreciate you guys. Thank you. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.